Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Flooding in Pittsburgh caused some damage. It could have been a lot worse. It's However, a crap show, man. There is an update. Come on, man. A lot of damage. It's ridiculous. And I'll tell you why it's ridiculous. So, they had the floodwaters came up, and, and as Larry has stated, Larry's a weather guru. They knew four or five days in advance this was going to happen. The city also knew those people were down there. They they flat out admit that they had monitors down there. Um, and and they let these folks stay there. Most of them left. They had to rescue a couple people, and they left their crap there because that's what it ends up being. Because now it's ruined, um, because the city said. Uh, they didn't want to invade, be invasive on their rights to their own property. And they they didn't want to order them or force them to leave. Great plan. And, and it gets worse. This is now the second homeless encampment where I've seen bicycle chop shops. So this notion that this is a nirvana and everybody's sitting around in a circle doing the kumbaya thing and praying and, and that we should leave them alone and let them be peaceful and happy is ignorant by definition. And how do I know that? Because I've seen it firsthand. And one of my boys, Nick, has seen it firsthand. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Marty. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. Man, Nick, tell us the circumstance about where you shot those pictures yesterday. Where were you and what you saw that's kind of repulsive, by the way? So that was down under the Mon Wharf. And if you remember, they had tarps and pallets all surrounded and kind of made like a home under there. Well, once you peel back the onion layer here, you find out there's tons and tons of bicycles under there. And just like McArdle, they're using as a chop shop under there. They're stolen stuff all over the place. You can walk just about anywhere into there and find stolen stuff. And whose stuff is that? Whose property that they're stealing? And they have full reign over the city. They do anything they want. Hey, Nick is an advocate, by the way. He gives a damn about these folks. I've seen him bring social workers in. He just tells the truth, and then they get irritated because he tells the truth. To what he said about the chop shop, it's bizarre. So there was this nasty homeless encampment under the McArdle Roadway Bridge, and I say that in the nicest way, but folks OD'd there. A guy got beaten to death there. A guy jumped in front of a train there. And when we got back there, Nick, we were blown away. Nick, were there 200 chopped-up bicycles there? Maybe more? It was stunning. It was stunning. And yet we turn our everyone turns an eye to this. Right. And they say, we're not supposed to be showing this. Right. Hold on. You have been told, don't show this stuff. Have who, you not? Who tells you that, yeah. Nick? 
Oh, a lot of the social workers, they don't want this shown. In fact, I ran into two social workers yesterday, and they were they were quite um, terse, abrasive. Yeah, about what I was doing, who I was with, and I, I'm just down here trying to help people, not not expose anything. Yeah, I mean Bethany but, Hallam. By the way, she's charming enough. She got mad at me because I showed the photographs of that destroyed public toilet full of urine, uh, fecal matter on the walls and thousands of syringes stuffed in the urinal. All I want is the people to clean it up. Same with you, Nick. Why are we the bad guys by showing them the damn truth, sir? Yes. Every time we, we bring the truth out, we're labeled as we're trying to expose these people and exploit them. And it's 100% the opposite. Exploit them? Yeah. We're not even showing them. We're showing their crap. This this is their compassion. This is the results of their compassion, is what we're what we're seeing. That the programs aren't working. They're not, and it gets better or worse depending on your perspective on this stuff. They were, mm-hmm. and I have eyewitnesses who were texting me yesterday, including my guy Ricky D, who told me that they were passing out, not finding housing for these people, these folks who struggle. They were passing out new tents. Have you seen this, Nick? Um, does that surprise me? No, not, not, no. So I had asked the, the social workers, I said, do you have a plan right. on cleaning up some of the towns, tents that were distributed? Right. And she looked at me like a deer in the headlights and said, no. Why? Yeah, it's your product. Clean it up. And, and here's, Nick, here's another, there's so yeah. much of it. Nick, tons and tons of this stuff, right? Well, not anymore because they washed down the river. So oh, now they God. have to refresh it. The environmental. Here's another aspect of this, Marty, is I'm a big boater here in, in the city, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of boaters out there. Right. Where do all these needles, and this is what was odd, wow. was absent from the North Shore. I'm looking around after the flood, and oddly, I didn't find any or very few needles. So where did they go? Down and the I drain. Know the needles were there because I took photos of it the day before the flood. Hey, Nick, one more thing. You sent me a poignant emotion, actually an amazing picture of the washed-out, flooded-out Mon Wharf, and sitting on the edge of, a, of the abutment was two big boxes of Narcan. So that's there, and this crap is there, and there's no yeah. plan to clean it up. Now, Mad Max told me just drove over the bridge and saw um, – some people moving around from the city. Have you seen anybody doing anything to try and clean this madness up? I would have thought the day after they would have been there, but crickets, nobody was there. Nobody. The only footprints in the mud were mine. And Nick, help me out with this. You're a really smart guy. You're very engaged. He really does give a damn, Larry. I've watched it. What is this? We're the bad people. We're the jagoffs. We're the morons because we're exploiting homeless people by showing this massive, horrible encampment, this massive, horrible waste. Why are we the bad guys? Because we're pointing out the truth, sir. Truth to power, man. Right? Right. Perfect. They're, I think we're disrupting the, the candy train here. There, there must be money in it somewhere. There has to be. Why would they be so upset? Why, aren't, why wouldn't they want this cleaned up and, and help wh- these people? And why did the city refuse to come on this show? And discuss it because we had interviews set up and then they bailed and said we can't do it because they can't handle the truth. Truth to power, Nick. Shocking. Thanks, truth. Nick. Truth. Thanks, Thank brother. you. You're the man. Bye.
Coming up at the top of the next hour, we're going to talk to Valerie Gatos about this landslide issue. My goodness, it's Larry. With the heavy rains and just the situation of this one neighborhood in Moon. Well, you're right about that. But I got Patrick standing here, and, and he knows this because we've been to these scenes. Unfortunately, with the landscape in western Pennsylvania, uh, landslides are endemic. And unfortunately, having done research on this stuff, and Patrick knows this, ain't no insurance to cover this. So there you are in your new house with a $350,000 mortgage. And I'm thinking those are those houses are about three fifty dollars to 400000 Young couples who mortgage up to their you-know-what. And now they've been told to evacuate their home. And the famous words, you're on your own. We've seen this movie, Patrick, haven't we? Oh, I have friends who've dealt with the same thing. Right. A friend in, in uh, Upper St. Clair. Uh, similar problem. Uh, small house, big hillside behind her. And it started coming down. And the option is sell your house and move or <laughs> sell your find, house to who? Find another half a million dollars to build a giant wall to push the land, you know, stop the landslide. What he just said is spot the hell on. But isn't it? That's the it, cost, though. Patrick, it's 200000 plus, man. This ain't easily. no small bring in a handyman thing. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And we've and, seen in some neighborhoods, homes have been abandoned because yep, of this. Yep. Is it true that the neighbors said that Penda told him? You need to come up with a plan. They did. When it's PennDOT's no, land down to the roadway behind it. Right. But PennDOT takes care yep. of what happened on the road, man. And in defense of PennDOT, why would it be their responsibility for this whole hill in this family's backyard? Uh, it just isn't. But here's what people don't know, because I learned this myself. Patrick knows this. You can't get that insurance. No. Absolutely not. They've all been told, apparently, that that's not an insurable, you know, when you get homeowner's insurance, it covers a sundry of things. You're on That's your own. That's not one of them. This is what you don't want to hear. You're on your own. So this um, state leader, we're going to talk to her live. She has a plan. Let's support this, man. Let's get this done because this is not unique to these couple of houses in Moon. It's not. Because of the weather here, man. And everybody has a hillside. And it's insane when you get an estimate on this stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember that massive one we had in Forest Hills a few years ago? Yes. So Valerie Gato sent some other of the officials from that region to try to get them some help. Well, Patrick and myself, we have <laughs> we have been to homes. All they have, and I mean, I'm not trying to diminish what happened. They'll have a little wall that collapsed onto their driveway, ten grand. I mean, twenty grand. It's insanely expensive. And we're not talking about mine subsidence which is a whole nother great point larry issue in many you, you can get insurance for that you can that's backed by the state though right why yeah this why would they build in this new neighborhood relatively new i don't know how old the homes are but they they're look, pretty new man they, they i'd new. say t 10 years old or less and again the anxiety of owning a home and then seeing that your home collapsing into this hole and knowing it's not insured. Honestly, Patrick knows this too. Larry, some of these folks have to declare bankruptcy just to get out from under the house. Yeah, it's financial ruin. Right, ma'am. No one wants that house. Who the hell would buy that? Well, we'll see what Valerie Gatos bad, can do right after the news at 9, plus Marty's wife, Christine. Here she is, Miss America. Every Wednesday at this time, we check in with the president and CEO of the Urban League of Greater Pittsburgh. Carlos T. Carter will do that in just a moment as soon as he checks in. In the meantime, 
Earlier, Marty, we talked about the ticket prices for Super Bowl 58, 49ers Chiefs in Las Vegas, February 11th on CBS. So the average ticket price, average, $12,000. So so the prices I read, because I have the seating the chart. went up. No, no, th- that was the listed price. Right, right. So this is the. The average. Yeah, so we'll, we'll watch uh, maybe this year from the comfort of our homes. But ch- check this out. Man. How about that music? It's powerful. CBS Super job. Bowl 58. Great job. Meanwhile, all right, we're checking in with Carlos T. Carlos, you're going to be watching the big game? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm going for Kansas City. Same. Yeah, I kind of wanted <laughs> – I don't mind because Kansas City beat Baltimore. And between yeah, I couldn't the, vote for – I just yeah. couldn't root for Baltimore. Even though we're, <laughs> Kansas City's become the new Patriots, you know, they're in it every year. But I kind of wanted to see Detroit go, but but I want charismatic, uh, charming people like you, Carlos, uh, and I, I love uh, Patrick Mahomes for those reasons. He's just charismatic and, and he's a leader, and I respect and admire that because it's not that easy in this world. Anyway, I agree. I agree. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, man, you're I, the man. Meanwhile, uh, one of the things that speaking of big events, you've got a big event in February coming up, the Ronald H. Brown Leadership Awards Gala, and now is a good time to get tickets. Exactly. You're gearing up for our 20th annual Ronald H. Brown Leadership Awards. Um, it's a great celebration that really, you know, celebrates our work and raises money to support our work, to support black people in other marginalized communities. Because urban league, we help everybody, right? 70% black, 26 for us. 26% white, 3% other, other. So although our focus is on black community, we help everybody in Pittsburgh. We have some amazing honorees. Uh, we have uh, Leah uh, Lizarondo, uh, you know, founder of 412 Rescue, co-founder for that. She's awesome. Uh, we have emerging leader, uh, Alex Jones. We have two civic leadership honorees, Carmen Anderson and Derek Gilman. And the people we recognize are really always exceptional. We recognize, you know, Rabbi Jeffrey Myers, Franco Harris, um, just so many uh, people, great people uh, around the city. And so, but it's it's fun, right? It's a great party. You have a DJ, um, great auction items. Uh, and we have a, you, we're, some of the items we have, we have a golfing for three at Laurel Valley. Uh, you know, compliments of Leroy Ball at Coppers. Love him. He's a great supporter of what we do. And look, check this out. We have dinner and soul conversations with my wife and I. So I'm literally going to cook bring food to someone's home and oh. we can have a great conversation. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have some skin in the game, Stiller cichlids, Kemlin tickets, all types of, of stuff. So um, it's going to be a really great event. It's exciting. It sold out last year. We still have room available. We want to see you there. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I didn't know you were a chef. I'm not a chef, but I can <laughs> give you something to make you lift, lift, lift your, lift your chops a well, little bit. What is you know it? I mean? Come on, so, throw it out there, brother. <laughs> what, what is it? What are you delivering? Uh, I haven't decided yet, but I make I could give them some soul food or some other stuff. People say I make the best collard greens, sweet potatoes. But I make other stuff too. I'm good with fish. Meat. Nice, nice. Um, I, I yeah, I think I'm a decent cook. My wife's better than me, but usually, you know, people like my my food, so uh, I figured it would get people excited. So yeah, hopefully they'll think I'm worth it. And apparently, Carlos, this may shock you. Uh, Marty's wife Christine said that he's quite a cook. And oh, his yeah. specialty is smoked meats. He got, oh, my God, I love that. You stuff. got one of those smokers. Oh, right? yeah, man, it's the best. All right, if you need to borrow that, let us know. I'm in. 
we, we got you. I'll but bring the meats. I'm cooking on a show, so I guess you can cook on and off the show, right? <laughs> All right, again, run down uh, the who, what, where, when, and why. We got the Ronald H. Brown Leadership Awards Gala. Still time to get tickets, ulpgh.org, and that's happening. Coming up when and where? Yeah, on, uh, it's at the Rivers Casino on the 16th. It's just going to be awesome, and we want to see you there. Um, again, really for our mission, have fun, and support the great work that we do at the Urban So please go to our website, as he said, and uh, click on the banner uh, for our Ronald H. Brown Gala. So, All right, next there. Wednesday when we got you, uh, we're going to look for your Super Bowl prediction too. So <laughs> you got a week to figure it out. All right. Don't I'm not a bad man, but I'll do the best I can. We're all on the edge of our seats, Larry. <laughs> Carlos is like the audience is thinking, I, I won't do anything without Carlos. Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. Come on, man. That's hilarious. You're the man. All right. See you guys. Carlos T. Carter, president and CEO of the Urban League of Greater Pittsburgh. Help support. It's a it's an inspirational night and a great event. On your way home, tune in for Rick Dayton's Drive at 5. Top stories of the day every weekday afternoon brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van. Marty, I got to share a funny inquiry from yeah, somebody yeah. yesterday. They're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I got a new car yeah, and I'm trying to find KDK. And I said, well, you know, we're on 100.1 FM. And they go, oh, what a great idea. When did that happen? Two years ago. So you just assume, right, people know. But there's a move, and I know you posted about this last week, to eliminate AM radio from cars, right? Right. So there's a – actually, Larry makes an amazing point. So here's the argument. And, Larry, you know this because you're an insider to this, and we've lived in this format forever, and we love it. There is a diminishing – um, value of AM radio to many people. The audience is diminished. And because of that, and because it costs money, and and by the way, I did not know this, that the electronics in the, the new cars, in the, in the uh, battery-powered cars, Larry, they cause interference in the AM signal, wow. according to the Wall Street Journal. So, and because of that, it costs more money for the car companies to build protection around whatever piece of equipment picks up the AM signal in the car. So they want to bag it. But as you stated so aptly in the past, we're kind of ground zero for this emergency broadcast system. We are the right. designated station. Should there right. be one of those real national broadcast? And we've had some weather-wise, uh, but there could be other issues. You know, we have a tower it's protected all the stations would take our signal so we are the designated emergency broadcast station for the region and that's one of the arguments plus the other is the companies invested and in, you know we we do have an fm signal again at 100.1 fm and on our free app Odyssey, which is our parent company, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Your very expensive phone becomes an old-fashioned transistor radio. So you can take us with digital quality wherever you go. So how you get the content has changed. And, and 
to Larry's point, some days our streaming audience is bigger than the audience that listens in their car. However, comma, it's still a couple hundred million people a month listening to this AM radio, about 300 million. That's a lot of people. And, um, and eliminating that would be ignorant. And there, there are a lot of congressmen and senators, local, because this is kind of a platform for them that are hacked off about this. This, the auto company saying to hell with AM radio. Seriously, they are, Larry. And uh, I have a bunch of friends in politics who are in Washington that are fighting to keep us in cars. I listen to us in the car, but let me tell you this, and you know this, if we went this morning to Upper St. Clair High School, packed the auditorium with a thousand kids, right? And said, how many of you listen to AM radio? Unless they're in the car with grandma or grandpa, which were 60 plus, and most of my friends that are my age have grandkids, they would say not one of them would raise their hand. This is true. However, it's vital, it's critical, and to be blunt, it's kind of sort of our livelihood. <laughs> yeah, thank you. know what I'm saying, bruh? Well, the other consideration is back in the day, there are a lot of people in general, and they don't have to be super young, that don't know that the local television station still broadcast over the airwaves and that, that they can receive that signal for free. So you can see Christine Sorensen anchor on KDK TV free over the air. You don't need now streaming and cable. And of course, their platform is opened up where you can watch online too. But again, the local television stations are still broadcasting free over the airwaves. And a lot of people don't know the difference. It's like, I don't care where it comes from as long as I can get it. Well, Larry, as a joke, because I'm a jokester and you know I'm really funny, I have yelled out over the air, what is the Odyssey play KDKAM? And you yell it out. And I've had people call the show saying every speaker in their house went on. Oh, yeah, Alexa. Every speaker in the house went on. Alexa, play KDKA. <laughs> That's what it is, right? It's happening well, right now in households all over. <laughs> and Christine has now entered the studio. Alexa, play KDKA radio. And that, that's what does it. it. It lights it up, man. I've seen it. It's kind of cool. So most people do not have traditional radios in their home. Maybe a clock do you? radio. Do you? Not in the kitchen or in the family room. Do we, honey? I don't think so. I don't think but so. But do you either. have a smart speaker? Oh, yeah, that's how we listen. Yeah, we have. Yeah, all day so, long. So that's become, for many people, one yeah. way. Yeah. We were just talking about this move in Congress to fight the car manufacturers who want to eliminate AM radio. Hey, Larry, our boy, cars. Dick Roberts, I hate to interrupt you, but he's our boy. He's probably the greatest marketing guy we've ever known. In the um, world, ever. He is, my man. Um, in my classes at Point Park, I asked the first day if anyone listens to radio, not just AM. And no one raises their hand. Huh. Honey, that's true about our daughters and oh, Vince. Yeah. yeah. The kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, coming up right after the news, Christine's with us. And we're also going to talk to Valerie Gatos, representative, talking about this landslide issue and what she's trying to do with some of her colleagues to help in Harrisburg. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.